Hey everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of ridic are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay, all from our very real hot tub. Oh yeah, 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 very real, uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> Welcome to the Escapist Comics Podcast. I'm Jessica Balboni. And I'm Robert Nicolesco. And it is April 25th, 2022. Welcome back to the show. We are here. We're here talking here. some comics. We got a, a few to talk today. Some yep. very three. relevant ones. And... <laughs> I think they're all relevant. To today. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said some relevant ones. No, no, no. <laughs> All relevant ones. Yeah. <laughs> two new ones, one old one. Yeah. And uh, some, uh, two indie ones, too. We're doing not the big two today, sort of. Well, except for the old one. Yeah, well, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, um, let's get into the first one. Uh, it's called Vanity. Um, hopefully, I don't. Oh, I'm really going to mess up these names. Uh, Yuri. Kirnev and Natalia Tsarevnikova. Yeah? Tsarevnikova. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Let's... Apologies, Natalia. Um, yeah. You, you, you drew a good comic, though. You did draw a good comic. The art is beautiful. Love the yeah. cover, too. And Gorgeous. this is a, a Black Caravan uh, yeah. release. This mm -hmm. is number one. Um, yeah, like they're definitely it's a like i want to know more comic yeah um yeah what drew me a, a immediately was that it was about elizabeth bathory who you know is vampire related or you know myth mythological blood related totally <laughs> i awesome. mean <laughs> she's a lot of things came from her i mean and there's um i mean we could talk about the formatting of the book but there's an essay in the beginning that kind of does help to contextualize her and one of the main things which i i think it was like repeated maybe too many times it could have been but it's like that yeah. is the point of the essay is that like it the truth or the myth the myth is more important than what actually happened right. and it's like the myth tells more about us how we you know humans create take these stories and you know roll with them when it's like reality she, it could have been anything that could happen she could have never hurt anybody or she could have been worse you know right yeah yeah just how we interpret these stories every day and it's like and they yeah they compare it to vlad the impaler and of how course. it just gets worse over time um and how we just create these stories um but and they are interesting and that's why we keep wanting to read them in that um, region just lots of horror oh yeah that, i mean that region like i mean the Carpathian Mountains, like I grew up, my grandfather's Romanian. So like he would always talk about like the mountains and it's like they were super mysterious and like haunted and stuff. And then when the Nazis like tried to take Romania, um, all the people fled into the mountains and it like kept the, you know, 
the Nazis from I'm being attacked by a cat. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh geez. Uh, <laughs> I was like trailing. Like, I, it's I your family. Myself. It's your cat. Your family's cat. Yeah. Like, don't talk about the the Romanians and the mountains. I, I ah, what is happening? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, she's getting crazy. Maybe we should pause this. I need to put her in the other room. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm not pausing it. I'm just gonna keep rolling with it because I think it's hilarious that you're being attacked by your cat right now. And I feel like we should uh, include all of this into the recording because it's all about the the, the Romanians. <laughs> the, okay. the cat is trying to keep your uh romanian <laughs> secrets that's really what it's about <laughs> i guess she has never maybe she has never attacked me like that like while i'm just sitting somewhere <laughs> and she wouldn't stop <laughs> that's what i mean romanian secrets she's like don't you talk about those family secrets <laughs> yeah don't talk about the carpathian mountains anyway lots of horror came from there you know right i mean you know he's transylvanian and then she's hungarian and they're like right next to each other right that was my point. Spooky yeah. area of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So there's like you said, there's a big, big essay in the front. And I do. Um, I appreciate the I, I like calling it tea stained paper. Tea stained. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks very cool and old. Yeah, definitely yeah, appreciate course. that. That design. Um, yeah. So, yeah, then we get into the history, basically, of Elizabeth Bathory or as her name is pronounced in Romanian, was Elizabeth? No, that's not Beth. Or Hungar Erzbeth. She's Erzbeth. Hungarian. Yeah, she's Hungarian. I'm sorry. Erzbeth. Um, and we start in uh, 1614, where mm -hmm. there uh, some people are digging up her body, right? Or no, 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 no. Sorry. No, no. She has died, and they're trying to bury her. Right. And in like, a... Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. In like the cemetery for the poor which is mm -hmm. not where a countess would be buried. And they're doing it in the middle of the night um, right. because is it because they don't like, because she was so dreaded in her lifetime that they like can't have her grave be known because people will like deface it or something. Yeah. That, well, it's like a secret burial. Yeah. Cause she's, yeah, such, she's so terrible or she's so, was so terrible in her life and everything that they have to bury her in this like secret place. So nobody will know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the the grave digger is gonna tell the story to this other person who doesn't know, and he's like, "I can't believe there's this big thing back and forth yeah. between them." Or he's like, "I cannot believe you don't know who she is." And he's like, "Tell me the story," and he's like, "I don't know." That felt <laughs> pretty modern. Like, yeah, there's a few things modern. here that that, and which is like not a bad thing because I don't know. They've always done you know the past where people are like statue people or something, and it's like I think we are. I do want more media of the past where people are more like like people you know right yeah. but that felt like a very modern storytelling you know thing which is like you've never heard the legend of i don't know the boogeyman or sweeney todd or <laughs> right whatever it's like well you're about to find out <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know there's a good way of doing that there's a bad way of doing that i'm i appreciate that they didn't use like complete modern words where they're just like swearing back and forth or yeah, you know yeah. um it, so it didn't bother me too much there was another comic i can't remember what it was that i read recently where they tried to mix like it was like norse words together and then like in modern language and it just did not work and i was like i can't read this at all and i just like yeah. threw it aside the art was beautiful <laughs> but i was just like nope not working um, that sort of yeah. thing's tough it that, is that, that perfect magic because it's like it, it's weird but it's like stan lee's one of the better 
users of that. Like, it's like somehow he was able to make that like fake Shakespearean like mix with English and stuff. Like, it's right. not easy though. Yeah, like when he uses it with Thor. Thor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he did a good job with that. It didn't does it ever bother you when you're reading the comic? No, um, no. But yeah. then it's like the Deadwood thing, right? Where Deadwood, nobody in Deadwood said all the words that they said in real life, but they would say like gosh darned or something. And it's like, but back then that did mean goddamned or whatever, or like whatever, you know, I don't yeah. even need to say these words, but the the worst words they use oh, to yeah. sort of evoke the same like attitude. That's like, this is what these people would be like for the people back then, like very aggressive language. Sort of oh thing. yeah, absolutely. But they also swore a lot in that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. I was yeah, trying yeah. to s- explain it without having to say all those words. Yeah. All, all that colorful language. All that um, colorful language. Uh, so yeah, we go through her life, um, like when she's born, how like her father, of course, wanted a son. They always wanted sons. Like no yeah. one wanted a lady back then. Uh, how she was like born really weak and how they drowned babies usually if they yeah. were weak. Some fucked up shit. <laughs> it's all very casual too. It's like the yeah. guy's like, why didn't you why didn't you drown the baby? <laughs> like, yeah, like no. he's like, oh, it's a countess's baby. Like, we're not gonna we don't need to do that. Yeah, we don't need to drown that baby. Like they're that's rich. A, um, you only a... drown poor people's babies here. They give yeah. us silver, like mm, we're gonna skip that. But even that they're like oh, they're penny pinching. They couldn't give us the gold. Like right. like silver, really? Yeah. Jeez. It's like stuff like that where I'm like, that is like, all this comes across as like very like modern sort of thing, but it is with the skin of the past in, in a way that it really works, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Art- like, how pathetic is that? <laughs> he tells yeah. them when he gives them the, <laughs> yeah. the silver instead of the gold. Um, and the but, then he throws is- in, but then he throws in some Latin in there too, just to, to mix it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I appreciate. Um, and the art throughout, I don't know if we said that already, but like super cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really reminded of like, which makes sense, but uh, even though this is in color, I, I think of From Hell. Uh huh. I was actually going to say League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that same sort of thing. Um, just like the weird, like, I feel like if this was in black and white, it would feel very ancient and sort of creepy yeah i uh i like the colors are very muddled so uh which i I really like as well so if it was like too bright or yeah too saturated it wouldn't work at all um so they did a good job with that um and i like how much it's like really through her through her eyes like literally you're not you don't look at her until the last panel oh yeah absolutely you see her eating and being like corrected how to eat and like how to pick flowers and how to sword fight and all this stuff, but it's all POV stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, it was very intentional uh, how they did that. Um, and yeah, you feel her. You kind of like get her feelings through that, which was really really cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just constantly being battered. Like you know, don't do this, don't do that. Be a lady. You know, this is this is rigid <laughs> rigid structure. Rigid rules. structure. Yeah, totally. Um, the, the POV thing also made me think of like slasher movies where often the killer you, you, cause they're trying to maintain mystery, but they still want to have these gruesome deaths where someone's getting in there. Right. And so they'll do it through the POV of the killer. And it's like, she kind of is, 
a proto slasher character. So it, I don't know if that was their intention. That's really interesting. Yeah, that might, that's right. a really good point. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, totally. I hope they bring that back because yeah, you, know, would, you do, you do see her finally at the end, which you would see a killer too, kind of exactly. like blooming finally, um, which they do bring about because they're, they eventually get to the point where she's going to be married off, right? Yeah, um, like she's only, but she's only 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. But her family needs money. So that's what they did back then. If the family needed money and they were noble, they would marry off their their daughter, usually. Yeah, daughters are, uh, are, are it's like, oh, a prize oxen. Yes. Exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> but they had to wait till she blooms, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a miracle when she does. Yeah. Uh, and the, the boy is 15 and she's 10 and they're like, oh, he's only five years older than you. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and there's a really interesting scene um, where she's taking a bath. Uh, very, you know, I was had some issues, a little bit of issues with it, but it was, it was OK. <laughs> um, where she's she finally gets her period, basically. Um, and I, I feel like they had to show it because it's kind of like where she gets her infatuation. Um, and you see it a little bit blood. throughout the comic with the blood. Yeah, she like pricks her finger earlier too and she like tastes the blood. So you're kind of like getting a little bit like here yeah. and there. Um, but then finally, yeah, she has her period in the bath and she gets the blood and she has a vision. But her vision is not of Eve, which they've talked about earlier too in the comic, but of Lilith. Yeah. Um, and she sees Lilith and has she has like the claws on her feet and the snake is wrapped around her body and the wings. And she just like she's just like powerful image of her. Yeah, I really liked that uh that part where they're like the first woman, and she's like, I saw I had a vision of the first woman, but it wasn't Eve. No. Like, and it's she's it's just like oh. you know, this would be not okay stuff to say, you know? Right. Because <laughs> it's like you had a vision that defies the Bible, defies God. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and yeah, and the, and the her maid like doesn't say anything back about it so yeah if you don't know the bible like maybe you wouldn't know that that's who that was but it definitely that's who it was yeah <laughs> Just, yeah yeah <laughs> um so that that's who she is definitely going to follow um, yeah of course and path. and yeah. that being a uh a, a woman of uh liberation as opposed to eve who is the symbol of servitude yeah know, and, exactly. and punishment right um and then uh yeah she asks if she's cursed and she's like, oh, no, it just means you're becoming a woman. And she kind of like gets this like look in her eye. <laughs> and that's like the last panel of the comic. Like, hmm, all right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm there. I'm in. I'm all in on this. I want to know more. Uh, what What is the next step? Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what are they? Where are they going with it? What history are they going to tell? What history are they going to make? Um, yeah super it, interesting it, it's super cool the one yeah. thing i was i was like damn like i want to get into it you know yeah. and it's like <laughs> it does the thing of making me want to read the the next issue but it also does the thing of like hey do you like countess bathory do you want to see her when she's a little kid and it's like i'm like <laughs> okay and like this one's pretty ac acceptable but normally i'm like very like just get to it you know, I know right <laughs> uh, but i yeah. feel like this setup is pretty cool and it it does like, I think in the longer term, we'll have to see, but like this shows the servitude, you know, uh -huh. that she's going to have to break out of. So it does a good job of like setting that up and sort of it's clear they're telling a longer story. Right. 
And I mean, I think it's interesting because I've never seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read stories about her before, but I haven't seen her as a child or anything. Yeah. So, um, and I'm also guessing this could be a movie property. So, (laughs) oh, totally. Way to explain it. So, the fact that there isn't like the Bathory movies and there's like six remakes is just an, because they're like, we don't want to show this lady being too powerful. And, right. <laughs> I mean, we can have an evil dude who kills hell of people, but mm-hmm. what if women might get crazy ideas? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> let's not get carried away. They might rise up. I don't know. <laughs> movies keep them in line because it's clearly it's going to be a movie that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, there's um, metal songs about her. that's true uh okay also from scout comics uh oh yeah but by the way that was vanity oh vanity uh, that's right vanity number one um so scout comics because black caravan is a subsidiary of scout so we have two scout Um, oh wow two we have king jira hungry like a monster Uh, this is by marco fontanelli and yeah. he does everything on this art created written pretty cool yeah and it's i like the a little approved by the kaiju code authority yes. on the front <laughs> really uh, cute and this is grab me i'm a one-shot story <laughs> yes yes uh yeah unlike the other one which is leading into a bigger thing this definitely is a complete thing um which i love uh, we need mm-hmm. more comics that way and that's one of the things that sold me on wanting to do that for this, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Also, yeah. it looks cool. Also, it looks really cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know for all of you who obviously cannot see us, um, it's just a very bright, hot pink uh, cover with like yellows and blues and that's it. it. <laughs> yellows and blues. Yeah. <laughs> but it, no, no, it's very striking and really striking good color cover. scheme throughout. Um, yeah. It, it mixes... So this is a most this is a wordless comic. I mean, the words that we get are in the form of sound effects, not mm-hmm. even dialogue. Dialogue is spoken through symbols, uh, which which I've all I really was really like that. But the yeah. art is uh, a mix of black and white and color. So a lot of it will be color, and it's used for artistic effect. It seems like they could have made the whole thing color, but I do really really like the the thing that they're doing here. Um, yeah it what does it look like like ed piskers comic yeah yeah, yeah. one that, that would be one of the things i could think of where it's like the mixing of it looking like an old black and white comic with bright colors in it yeah because it's like that sepia tone though it's not like straight black and white yeah yeah um yeah. It, yeah so it looks like an older comic but it's still like kind of glossy um it's not like a matte paper uh but it it looks cool. <laughs> it looks really, really cool, y'all. Um, yeah. So it's a big kaiju monster, right? And, you know, kind of like Godzilla, but he's he's fat. He's and a very cute. fat monster. <laughs> We're in a, he's, a wrestling he's a belt. He's a cutie little guy. A, this is not scary. This, I mean, this could be like, all. this is all ages comic as far as I'm concerned. Like, you give this to a kid, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe not all kids. Oh, yeah. He melts a face. He melts a lot of faces. I guess it's um, really cartoony, but it yeah, is cartoony. Yeah, maybe I would, like an eleven-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say eleven. I mean, if if you have a cool ten-year-old, it's fine. And what do kids yeah. get into these days? You know, like there's Countess way worse Bathory. Things. Countess Bathory could have handled this at ten. 
Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) She's all in. Yeah. So yeah, he's just destroying this city, having a good time, but he looks real hungry. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is, yeah, are, like you said earlier, are the little sound effects. He's just got, he uses colors like way to his advantage, just yeah. making the little sound effects. You see like his little stomach blurbing around and it's just the like green. blurb, 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 blurb. Yeah. And for the fart, because he farts. Oh yeah, he farts too, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it had to be green. And it's like, it does a really good job of like, evoking that sort of stomach gurgle thing and it's like that color that page has nothing except green and then the black and white you know Mm -hmm. or the sepia uh yeah um and then he sees like a giant building that has like a pizza on top of it and again you get like the cool sound effects but it's in pizza colors now and he's like thump 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 and then it says like pizza on the side Um, it's super crazy yeah it's super crazy and it's super fun because like when you're reading it you can just hear all of these sound effects as you're reading it uh, which is so effective and that's exactly what a comic is for and it makes it so much fun to read and I was just I just found myself reading this and like smiling like as I was reading it oh absolutely Um, absolutely this uh it has just that sense of fun to it whereas like you know vanity's doing something that old comics never would have done it's like very like serious and telling a longer story this is going back to that just pure funness of comics you know absolutely yeah no higher literary merits necessary no, no. or whatever <laughs> you know it's no. just like this thing's fun pick this up if you like it you know get more of marco's comics <laughs> yeah yeah i can't wait to see what he does next yeah and then like yeah the next page he has little heart eyes like looking at the pizza and you're like oh he's just a hungry monster (laughs) he's so cute (laughs) i love the uh the soldier who's trying to kill him yeah and then like it doesn't work and like you have the guy i mean literally being like oh shit yeah no words it's just the poop emoji it's a poop emoji in his word bubble or in his word balloon yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah that's really great or the the scientist like trying to explain yeah 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 yeah. it's trying to explain like how to kill the monster too and the guy the the other soldier's like gonna drop the nuclear bomb and it just shows the little nuclear sign and the bomb and the scientist is like no and has just a no symbol (laughs) the general like the you know the stereotypical evil movie general that has to destroy the monster is like has that moment where he's like we have to kill the monster but that's depicted with a butcher knife and then an image of the monster in his word balloon yeah (laughs) so it's like going through you know somewhat normal motions but it's just it's the delivery system for this that's really really special i think yeah and i i don't know if i've seen that before it's almost like using emojis in a comic i guess right yeah, I've seen it before. Uh, I, I've done it in a comic and I didn't come up with it. So I know I had seen it somewhere, but I don't know where yeah. I got it from. Yeah. Yeah, I, I must have seen it. Definitely in a cartoon. I've seen it. Yeah, in yeah. Games, right? That's what it is. Like Looney Tunes, right? Or something like that. I mean, it, they do it at one point, the light bulb, right? The idea. But yeah. really, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Which we've all seen. We've all seen the light bulb over yeah. someone's head. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can do that where it's like, or Calvin and Hobbes will do it. He'll like, <laughs> right. And like, sometimes it'll like have like a, or a, even, a, you know where I got it? Usagi Yojimbo. Okay. When, when people die, because it's such a all ages comic, 
Yeah. There'll be a little word balloon, like a with a wavy tail that has a like cartoon skull in it. Okay. Because yeah. there's no like blood or anything. You don't see wounds, but it's like bleh, bleh. those guys are, you know, basically X, <laughs> right. X eyes or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And this one has that little cartoon skull too. The guy like doesn't, the soldier doesn't want to die. And he's just like a little bubble with a, with a skull. <laughs> like, I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I then mean, he melts and then his face melts and he dies. <laughs> there is definitely multiple face melts. There There's is, a full yeah. page, a couple full page splashes of some face melts. I, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. big fan of that. <laughs> yeah and he does a, he's very effective at the face melting his art definitely lends to that yes it's very melty <laughs> yes, that, I, I greatly respect that as someone who i feel like my strengths also lean towards <laughs> face melting yeah. face melting and goop and monsters <laughs> yeah and if you yeah, if you're a fan of like pisker's art um you'll definitely like this guy's art as well definitely very similar this guy's got to be a kayfaber i would i would assume I would assume that as well. Because <laughs> it also has that sense of gym rug. Like I was thinking of Hulk Grand Design with this in just not in terms of anything specific other than like that just modern sense of returning to the fun comics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which we talked about last week, everybody. In yes. Case. In case you want to go back and listen to uh, Hulk or Hulk Grand Design talk, <laughs> please refer to... The last episode. Yeah, so they basically decide instead of blowing up the entire world with a nuclear bomb, uh, uh, this guy, you know, he just wants pizza. He's been asking for pizza. So let's give him some pizza. So a giant a one. Giant pizza. So somehow they create a giant pizza real fast. Yeah. Get <laughs> um, all the pizza bakers in the world, I assume. I and, mean, military budget would yeah. go a long way. Right. It's like probably a billion dollar project, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They get the biggest oven ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get this pizza made. And uh, he finally he finally gets what he wants. But there's something built into this pizza. Yeah, it makes him like shrink or something. Yeah, um, that was the only thing I was a little unclear of. But I assume that's what happens because there's little like shrinky things around him. Yeah, either that or maybe he was once a smaller monster. And, and when, he got radiated or something and became bigger. And this he is eats, like, maybe he gets smaller. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But they're if like, there is but they're that, like, like watching a clock. Yeah. So that was a, yeah, that was the only storytelling thing I was a little unclear of. I assume something was built into it because the scientist had the idea of pizza. Yeah, it must. I think it was the general being sneaky and mm -hmm. it, we just don't get that storyline. But yeah, you know, it. I don't know. It's <laughs> the, fine. We don't have to look at it too. Yeah, I'm. We're only confronting this because we are trying to like explain it. When you read it, right. you're not like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about. It. I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> I want to know. How yeah. did he get so small? But it's fine. Uh, but he still has powers. Just because he gets small doesn't mean he's gonna lose his, you know, Godzilla fire breathing. Yeah. Power. <laughs> he vaporizes that evil general really good. Yeah. Another face melting panel is awesome um that sequence like three pages long <laughs> oh yeah awesome. he really wanted to, <laughs> to melt that general's face <laughs> i like the tunf t-u-n-f and it's just like that's like the sound of like splatting on the ground like yeah. tunf <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> yeah the sound effects are great <laughs> yeah and i mean it's also the holding lines. He does colored holding lines, which really adds to it too. Like the monster will be purple or pink, but it's not no black lines. It's darker 
pink lines. It's just all very well designed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he blends those lines together really, really nicely. Yeah. Um, I'm personally going to be looking at this again for uh, art, art techniques, and uh, how to how to color stuff. Really. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing your own comic or you just want to look at like lettering techniques, like this is a really great example. <laughs> Yeah, that just uh, I can't recommend that enough. Um, and I'm not a uh, familiar with Marco Fontanelli's Fontanelli's uh, other comics, but I absolutely have to go track some stuff down. Yeah, um, I am. I'm definitely gonna start following him on the Grams for sure. Yeah, super cool. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. So that's uh, you should pick this up. Let's uh, King Jira. Hungry like a monster, number one. I think, or just a one shot. Maybe he'll be back for more, as it kind of alludes to at the end. Yeah, it leaves it open for a sequel, but by no means does there need to be. Or yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. and we have a bunch at the store, so come pick one up or from scoutcomics.com. Yeah, super fun comic. High recommendation. All right, let's enter the attic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that what is it behind the dust it's moon night number one Woo! moon night number one the big premiere issue came out in 1980 yeah. um so written by doug okay so i can never i never known how to say his last is it munch or monic I've always said Monic, but I've okay. also never said it out loud until this very moment. All right. Well, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe one but day we'll figure it out. <laughs> we all know that guy. That guy's written a million comics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Drawn by Bill Sinkovich. The legend, the great. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In his early Neil Adams phase. This is oh, he's yeah. still very Neil Adams. Yeah. Um, it does not look like his stuff yet at all no you can see it a little bit but it, it, he's starting to become his own but yeah it's this is early career uh yeah. and he didn't even ink it so that's part yeah. of it as well it bill like, and frankie s inkers which i don't know who that is i don't know either <laughs> which is um, rare yeah and, and then, then uh, uh, edited by denny o'neill the, the great batman writer denny o'neill and uh, tom Morzakowski, the letterer right mm-hmm. the guy and Jim Shooter supervised it too. Look at all, look at all these Marvel greats. Yeah, the macabre <laughs> Moon Knight. Uh, mm-hmm. This comic is crazy. <laughs> it is, yeah. It uh, like it abs. First of all, uh, I need to read the like Werewolf by Nights or whatever, where he showed up to even understand this. I feel like this it yeah. it, it leaps ahead. I mean, you can get it, but there's like a part where you're like, whoa. This is his actual origin. So, yeah, but then it leads when it goes from well, we can get into it when we get yeah, there, yeah. but like <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. <laughs> it is, yeah. And it's like super 70s, and the language is very, <laughs> very outdated. I mean, we always yeah. say that when we read these comics, but this is like particularly bad. 
Like yeah. the the female protagonist is just ugh. It just hurts when you read it. <laughs> and and a and a black guy who's the bad guy named Bushman with a skull tattooed on his face, and he's constantly telling our main character that he doesn't understand <laughs> what being a true assassin is about. And like, mm-hmm. oh yes, metal teeth also. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> Jaws. I thought of Jaws. Uh, yeah. It's, but yeah, it's 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 yeah. weird stuff. It is, and I don't know. We're obviously we're gonna try to connect it a little bit to the show, like, and you can see where they pulled some stuff a little yeah. bit, or they tried anyways. But there's not a lot here to grab. No. <laughs> it starts, and they're basically like, they're just killing a bunch of people yeah, in the sedan. They're, uh, they're mercenaries. Yeah. <laughs> So they kill a bunch of people in the sedan. And then like afterwards, he basically is like supposed to execute someone. And this guy's like, you're that's when he's first like, you're a coward sort of thing. You're not you're not up to the job. And this is Mark Spector, because remember, yes. Moon Knight does have multiple identities soon. Yeah. <laughs> Un- unlike the show, we start with Mark Spector, which yet I mean, maybe it's going to be revealed, but I don't know if the show has revealed or will reveal who the true person is i mean if it's like the comic it's mark right yeah mark is the, mark or, the og <laughs> he is yeah. the original identity it's his body yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it i mean it it's cool and i like some of the 70s aspects of it it does seem like an episode of like a 70s tv show or something yeah like like a big budget one but like yeah, and it's a little like noirish too, like the way they talk and yeah, you know, like noir, like adventure kind of, um, very pulp. That's yeah, what I felt like definitely. Um, like and and adventure. we said it, you said it off mic, but Indiana Jones. Yeah, Raiders and that's what it feels Ark. like. Uh, in the show too, that's what the show has felt like to me too. Is very Indiana Jones, so that's totally. where I can see them pulling from from here and from some of the other comics as well. Yeah. Um, and also this, they definitely got, so there's the, the main, the female protagonist, whose name Marlene and her yeah. father, who's an archeologist, uh, have discovered like this golden dagger. Um, and they've pulled that from the, sh- pulled that part of this from, to the show too, except they changed her name to Layla in the show. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, been- it's still the same God, uh, which Con- I Conchu. Conchu, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still Conchu, and that's Conchu's dagger. That's that stuff is similar. Um, right. But yeah, he like has to wander through the desert, and he's like basically dying. And then he's brought to uh, the tomb of a pharaoh, and that's where he like is laid beside the uh, statue of Conchu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he, he's dead at that point. Yeah. 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 And then they unmysteriously he awakes and it doesn't really say (laughs) what. No, they don't really tell you what happens or uh, why or anything. But Marlene tells him that he was dead. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wait, who am I? Where am I? What's happening? (laughs) You're like that whole part. I felt like, are you guys like hedging your bets for like the crowd that doesn't want like supernatural stuff or whatever? That's kind of what I because there is no supernatural stuff in this comic no it's, not at all yeah um though that's the most supernatural thing where it's just like he's like just back from the dead next to a stat from being beside the statue and then wakes up and is like i'm the moon knight yeah 
Like, okay. Yeah, he steals the cloak <laughs> yeah. from the tomb and he's just like, ah, Moon Knight now. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's the part that I was like, did I miss something? Yeah, me too. He, yeah. yeah, and Marlene tells him like, you're delirious, mister. Like, don't steal that cloak. Like, and he's like, yeah. I'm a ghost now, a specter of the moon, the Moon yeah. Knights of Vengeance. And I've got work to do. And you're like, um... Yeah. <laughs> you just died bro i don't think you like i think you no. need to, to rest yeah and i kept like expecting like Kanshu to pop out somewhere and be like yeah. i am your leader now or like yeah. ah this is going to we're gonna work together and that never happened no no it's definitely not i think like because i was reading about the character a little bit when the show started and it's like he's not supernatural for quite a while right yeah he's not not at all yeah. um yeah he's more like batman he really is like a batman yeah it, yeah he almost it, had to make him supernatural to get away from that yeah i think that's exactly what it was um and it's funny when he like gets back to like the city life it's like all of a sudden he's like now i'm three people <laughs> it's yeah. very interesting how they just jump into that that's like, what i mean like it must be in those other appearances where it's already established this guy's got three personalities and he's a moon knight and he's blah 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 and all this and this is just like let's give the intro and then f go right to where it continues but yeah you kind of need that context otherwise it is kind of weird yeah <laughs> that's what i meant that was the only right. thing where i was like what the hell like, right like why he's suddenly stephen grant and jake lockley like why is he a cabbie like yeah. when he's also a millionaire and how did he get millions of dollars all of a sudden? Like, he's just like, yeah. suddenly I'm Stephen Grant and I make millions of dollars. And you're like, but, but how? Yeah. 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 He, <laughs> uh, he acquires three new identities. He is still Mark Spector and he becomes Stephen Grant. Whose wall street wizardry parlays Spector's modest savings into a millionaire's fortune. Okay. That's and right. then, then he adds Jake Lockley to his list of selves. Jake, a street smart cabbie who hears everything. See, mm -hmm. that's where he gets his, his street intel, is being a cabbie. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't seen Jake Lockley come out yet in the show. No. But there was, like, some illusion that he does have another personality. The date. The Wasn't that, in, was it episode two or three? In where... the first episode, uh, that girl is like, so are we still on for Friday night? And he's like, Friday night? And she's like, yeah, the steakhouse, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, are you asking me out? And she's yeah. like, ha, that's funny. You're funny. You're right. Yeah. Right? And right. then you're like, okay, I guess you could assume that Mark did that, but we've met Mark. Yeah. Why would he do that? He's not that guy. Right. And then we also, um, he kills somebody. And then Steven says, I didn't kill that person. And he's yeah. like, well, I didn't kill that person. And then yeah. like, and Kanchu is just like out somewhere else. So yeah, Kanchu yeah. can't answer things. Yes. It would be a really helpful guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you just come in and answer this question? So I'm pretty sure we're also going to get Jake in at some point. Yeah. Gotta. Probably going to be the murderous one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, Mark yeah, is a murderous one, but yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a there is a murderous one inside of him apparently he's the one who's yeah. murdering everyone yeah there's <laughs> there are some <laughs> crazy parts in this now that i'm looking at it again like he goes in to like get some intel and talk to this guy about like this skull uh pendant he finds oh yeah and then it's just like that abrupt shift where he's just like ripping his clothes off in the street 
99th in Amsterdam Frenchie and let's make it fast. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's all very strange. He just like becomes Moon Knight. Keeps it in the trunk of his cab. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a French guy who flies a helicopter for him. Frenchie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my, the, the best line, best worst line, I think, in the entire comic was uh, from Marlene, who thinks that this guy just killed her father. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then she's in the tomb with him and says he must have suffered horribly in the desert in the desert. But he was handsome. <laughs> I mean, you just <laughs> killed your father. What, what are yeah. you doing? Why did a, such a handsome guy have to kill my dad? <laughs> such a bummer. Such a bummer. And why do you care that he suffered? Like, you just I'd be like, good. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. And then when he's awake, she is like that. <laughs> so i don't know it's very uh, confusing doug not understanding women too much maybe no doug, doug not at all i mean most men comic writers did not understand women at all back then yeah. they're just like they always love a handsome guy even if they <laughs> killed their own families <laughs> he just shot three of my children murdered my entire family but he's so good looking i can't refuse his charms yeah you could also do that with the the, the gender swap there <laughs> just some like guy like the punisher's family's killed but it's like she's really hot yeah and frank castle's like damn it why do i have to kill such a pretty dame like, oh, yeah. it's like it's just as absurd it's so absurd <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> but we get some cool, uh, I mean, Sienkiewicz action throughout. Uh, that is very cool. Yeah, no, the art's really good. I mean, you're definitely, there's no lack of good art in this comic. There's this one page where he's fighting all these goons and it's like just two panels. And that's where it's like seems the most Sienkiewicz where he's like really stretching like the angles and stuff. It's like Moon Knight doing like crazy poses and everything. Yeah, that's really classic Moon Knight. Like when everybody's jumping off of buildings or like swooping through the air and you have like his cool Moon Knight cape. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of that's really awesome. And we see uh, Empire Strikes Back is uh, playing at the theater right <laughs> next to the what is called in this a jiggle joint, which oh, I like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the jiggle joint. That was also my favorite line as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be this jiggle joint. <laughs> uh, that's also what I wanted to bring up. Um, so recently, Moon Knight came out in one of those small, like kid friendly paperbacks. Oh, like the re the smaller sized reprints, like the yeah. three quarter size reprints. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was like ages 10 and up. And then I was uh -huh. reading and it's like this uh, Moon Knight, like one through three and then Werewolf by Night 32 or not. Whoa, this what, one's in yeah. there un unabridged. Oh, yeah. And it's <laughs> wow. like, this is not for children. Like no. mercenaries kill all of these people. They make the women dance for make, them. Uh huh. And it says like it's even worse than death. Like, yeah, do, the women and are then, doing for the men. And then when he goes to the strip club there, he they're like the the narrator is like it would be like it's just like the the women who had to dance if their eyes weren't so dead 
Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's I was why like, I was Whoa. like, this is a very noir, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like pulpy comic. And yeah. I was just thinking about that little paperback that came out. I was like, this is not a child's book <laughs> no. at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess if there's some things explained, but this isn't a thing to just hand to some kid. Not a 10 year old. <laughs> no. But yet when this came out, no one stopped any 10 year olds from buying that. That's sure. true. Yeah. It's, but the thing, the world's changed, right? <laughs> yeah, the world has definitely changed. Ten year olds approved by the comics code. That's pretty crazy. At that point, this is <laughs> this is towards the end when they're like, I don't know, they got to be have phoning it in or something. Yeah, we gave up. <laughs> like we don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's got like everything. Like he has the moon plane and stuff. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's shaped like, <laughs> it's shaped like it's a crescent moon. The moon plane. <laughs> yeah. The moon mobile. Like, quick, quick, Frenchie. We have to go to the moon mobile. Is that what it's called? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, it is like, I like very the moon bad. mobile. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound very cool, but it's good. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> <Moon> mobile. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a lot of the backgrounds and stuff. I think of like Bond or something. Like, there's clearly some Bond influence here too. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the Bond was very popular. Where was he? Who was Bond in 1980? Uh, Roger Moore. It was Roger Moore. Okay. Towards the end, I think 84 was his last. Uh, as Bond. Oh yeah, he had. Then this guy has a very Bond Roger Moore look to him as well. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, he's got um, that hair. I mean, yeah, and it's just the era of spy stuff and crime, and it, it is like kind of a big mishmash of like all these like very seventies things. Even though this is nineteen eighty, it's yeah. like seventies cop shows, and then like weird interest in foreign cultures you know in, in that very like 70s way and then like the james bond thing and then batman was got cool again in the 70s you know and oh yeah marvel's yeah, like we need ours. got very dark yeah. <laughs> at this time right yeah yeah definitely. um yeah dark knight is gonna be right around the corner it's like uh and it was like uh Oh, the the Joker fish stories were coming oh, out. Sure. Like it, it was not it was not really for kids at this point. Like this is this is what people wanted. Was this, yeah. And I mean, yeah. all it needed was different distinctions of like this is a more adult comic. This is a more childlike comic. You know, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not like X Men does this. X Men does some weird stuff sometimes, but it's not. It's not like this dark, you know. No, X Men was in space at this point, and we're going yeah. right, Dark Phoenix era. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was definitely still pretty child friendly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she blew up a planet, but it's so abstract. Yeah, <laughs> she did. She did kill millions of aliens, but <laughs> there are yeah. people. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool and kind of a lot of context helped to read this comic. Um, yeah. Um, I, I definitely like the newer Moon Knights better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it just makes more sense. They figured this stuff out. Yeah. Does Sinkevich ever come back to the character? Because that's like, I'd like to see full on Sinkevich doing this. Oh, like his newer stuff? Yeah, like yeah. his current he style. Did. Well, I mean, he was on the run for a long time. 
And I think mm-hmm. you can kind of see him like changing his. Art, oh, I bet. You know? I bet his last issue, even if he's on for only a year, I'm yeah. sure the last issue is way more evolved it towards is. his thing than this. Definitely. Okay. Well, that's Moon Knight number one, Marvel From Comics, 1980. Mm-hmm. Number one, volume one. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's at least five of those now. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, and if you are watching the show, uh, keep with it. Definitely watch the newest episode. I had my issues with the first three for sure. Uh, but the number, the last episode was my favorite one yet because it definitely dives into like the Jeff Lemire stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Um, which is like my favorite arc of, cool. or my favorite volume, I should say, of Moon Knight. Uh, yeah. Well, who doesn't love Jeff Lemire? Exactly. Um, and you get into like, I'm not, without any spoilers, just the insane asylum stuff finally comes out. Okay, cool. Because yeah. we, we had talked about, I think, uh, when I visited the shop last, um, about how the show was like really pitched as like a psychological horror show. Mm-hmm. And that ain't this show. No, Um, which is kind of what irked me. I mean, it got me really excited about the show. And then when it didn't have that, yeah, I was like, really? Okay. Whereas like if you had marketed it as an Indiana Jones show with a psychological bend, I would have been like, heck yeah, let's do it. Exactly. Yep. I had the same conversation with uh, Sherwin. Hi, Sherwin. Hi, Sherwin. (laughs) Um, Yeah, about it as well. And then he he told me to keep watching, and I did, yeah. and I really liked the last episode. So I think there's like two episodes left now, though. I think it's only six yeah. episodes. So we'll see where it goes. I mean, um, this guy's getting a movie, right? Like, it's Oscar okay. Isaac. Right? <laughs> well, he's got a lot to do, I'm sure. Or he'll be, I mean, so despite the marketing not really aligning with what the show is and the show really, like, not doing horror stuff, it is at least slightly touching on it in a way that I think is going to open the door for that stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I see it as a positive when I look, you know, at the whole plan of where this, cause this is leading towards blade and from blade, I'm sure we're going to get like Marvel Dracula, which like, come on, you know, <laughs> Hell Marvel yeah. Dracula. I don't know. Have they learned their lesson from Morbius? I don't know, but it's Marvel Dracula. He's like one of the great, he fights like the X-Men and shit. (laughs) That's the best part where like, you're just fighting Dracula. Or they'll just do like a chillers, right? Marvel's chillers or something. I mean, (laughs) I don't know what we'll get. Frankenstein, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, Well, they're definitely going to do like a Ghost Rider, Morbius, maybe not Morbius after what happened, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they're definitely doing a dark Marvel line for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's going to be in that? I don't know, (laughs) but the mummy, the werewolf. I I hope we get. I hope we get (laughs) werewolf. Yeah, it'll be werewolf by night. It'll be Moon Knight. It'll be Blade and Ghost Rider for sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Lilith will be in there. And and uh, I mean, who knows? They might go up against Agatha, right? Because it's like, oh yeah. Isn't she supposed to get her own show? And she has, like, yeah, she definitely has her own show coming. It's already been announced. There's a little, you know, screen title thing. Uh, that's the, all we have is a teaser title. That's like, what is that show going to be? I'm like, whoa, because that's a villain show. I mean, Loki's also where you're like, this is a villain show, but he's not really a villain anymore. Not really. That lady is not nice. <laughs> no, 
But are they going to make her nice because she has her own show? That's what I'm a little sick of is that making all these villains nice. Can we just have like a straight up villain show? Yeah. Like, I want evil. Yeah. Keep yeah. them evil. They don't all have to be good. So, yeah. it's. I feel like it was Magneto that did it. Like Magneto yeah. made sense. Right. Magneto made sense to become a gray villain, not a like, like, because when you read old 60s X-Men, he's like, ha, 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 destroy the world. And it's right. like. No, you're not Magneto. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like he makes sense, but everybody else, it's like, no. <laughs> I don't no. want to like care more about Dr. Doom. He's cool enough. Like, I don't even <gasps> know. He's the worst out of all of them. Oh, like my face, like it's so scarred underneath. And then now, like, he doesn't have a scarred face. And like, he's like, oh, now I'm good because I'm not ugly anymore. And it's. <laughs> No, come on you're a tyrannical dictator yes <laughs> who, who who starves his people and yeah like Ugh. let him be evil let him be evil <laughs> let your evil villains be evil that's the name of your episode the episode let, let there, there be evil let there be evil <laughs> all right we got it <laughs> uh speaking of evil um i guess dr well dr strange too is uh right around the corner oh very excited going to be uh new horror elements in it yeah we'll see if this is actually the horror we do have sam raimi we do i know i'm very exciting so this comes from cbr and they said there's a new listing from marvel studios doctor strange in the multiverse of madness and they shed new light on the film's scarier sequences so new details on the much talked about horror elements of Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness have been revealed. The film was given a 12A rating by the British Board of Film Classification for injury detail, threat, horror, and violence, and mm. flash flicking lights. Apparently, mm. I might have a seizure going into... Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. Sam Raimi, what are you doing? God damn it. Okay, so a particular note is the threat and horror section, which reads scenes of horror include demonic, sorry, demonic beings attacking people of decomposing corpse being reanimated, people being burned by magical powers, leaving charred remains and multiple jump scares. There are also frequent scenes of threat in which people are pursued by demonic entities and monsters or threat threatened with magical powers. I'm like, yeah cool yeah. that so my uh my assumption is that there's going to be zombies yeah uh right they were yeah. introduced in the what if so yeah 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 because we're getting the dark doctor strange yeah and we saw one very evil dead looking creature in the trailer mm-hmm. i don't know if that's a doctor strange or what's going on the one that's like you know, waving its arms and floating. And, and I'm just like, this is evil dead. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. And cool. Bruce Campbell's going to be in it, too. Of course, he yeah. has to be. So is he going to be like the doc, the dead Doctor Strange, maybe? Or like the zombified Doctor Strange? You or got my money. Ash? Ash has been in a Marvel comic book. Is he going to come from the, <laughs> the Marvel Zombivore, Zombiverse? Maybe. And that would be so funny if they did that. I mean, I could also very much see him as a Doctor Strange variant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Zombified or other. Like, uh-huh. 
Bruce Campbell would be an amazing Doctor Strange. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And we talked about that on the April Fool's joke where he was like in the costume, you yeah. know, like, and I was like, maybe he actually was getting makeup for the zombie. Yeah. Well, why, why not be one of the variants? And, yeah. I mean, he could be both. He could be like, I'm this, this version's Doctor Strange. One of my other variants is undead, not fun. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he has played e- good and evil versions of himself before. Yes, he has. Yeah, oh, yeah, from Ash and I'm good, bad, bad Ash. Ash and good Ash. And I'm good Ash. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little goody two shoes. Oh, I love Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Uh, okay, so also big news of Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Yeah. Dropped, which was it literally just took over my entire instagram slash facebook slash life feeds <laughs> for like it's gonna days. be a huge movie it's gonna be a huge movie and it's coming yeah. out so soon like i felt like that was gonna be like a year away but it's like this summer <laughs> yeah it's this summer and i mean it's already may so we're, we're getting there we're getting there <laughs> but i think this these are gonna be like three of their just Clearly, definitely the three biggest solo character movies that Marvel's ever done. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe other than like Captain America Civil War, which I guess is a Captain America movie. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but like it's that size, you know, like these are that size of movie. And it's like it's just kind of interesting to see how, you know, the bigger characters get these huge solo movies. And then we can have these smaller solo movies with, you know, newer characters, you know, Blade blade isn't going to be this big but of blade six will be you right. know wesley snipes will come back i don't know <laughs> well, cgi is eyes opening <laughs> what did you think of the trailer oh i mean i thought it was super exciting the they showed us a little bit of everything that we're going to get except for christian bale which i do think is the right move to uh hold off on that guy because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just like he, this guy's going to bring something new to to Marvel. Yeah, when he's all CG'd, CGI'd, CG'd. It, it doesn't anyway. even matter what he's doing. He's going to be doing, because he knows that, so he's going to be like, I'm going to compensate for that by doing something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah. honestly a little scared. Like I'm going to be like, this is going to be creepy, huh? <laughs> yeah, and the, they don't really give like much away, too, on the no. premise. Like It looks like Thor is going to be going with the guardians of the galaxy on like some kind of like space adventure and then has to yeah. go some kind of quest alone. And like, even in the premise, they just say like following the events of Avengers Endgame, Thor attempts to find inner peace, but must return to action and recruit Valkyrie Korg and Jane Foster, who has become the mighty Thor to stop Gore, the God butcher from eliminating all gods. Sweet. Oh, and he's, he's got his, we're going to have some training montages in this movie. Oh Yeah. I can hear it already. Bum, yeah. bum, bum, bum. Maybe this one, this movie will be very 80s if, uh, you know, Ragnarok was pretty 70s, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. He's got his hair back. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good to see the hair again. His hair, his bod. He's, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, re- he's ready to rock. Uh, yeah. We got some beautiful scenes directly from the comic, too, um, in the trailer, which I loved. Though some people were mad. They're like, they're not getting paid again. The artists aren't getting paid for their work. Uh, I mean, just They like definitely the should be. Yeah, they all should be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when a billion dollar movie takes uh, 
ideas straight from you. Yeah. 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 And I'm hoping maybe, maybe Taika will take care of them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, who was it that really came out about that stuff recently and who was like, I don't need the money, but they didn't pay me anything for this. I'm just saying this because I have a, a platform and you'll all listen to me. Was it David Aja? No, no, no. It was one of the... Uh, Oh, was it? No, I don't think it was. It I don't think it was. Uh, it was somebody else. But they were like, I'm just doing this because this needs to be talked about. Because, I mean, it's it's true. Like, I thought it was David Aja about Hawkeye. Oh, maybe it was then. Yeah. And he was like showing the, like exactly what they ripped off for Hawkeye. He's like, and they, and yeah. was it literally everything. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I got paid from all of my designs for this. But look what they're doing. And it was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, just, yeah. Like, why couldn't you just kick back for what? Like, he created all of this. Like, yeah, the problem is not adapting this stuff. It's yeah. it is theirs to do so with, mm -hmm. but it is like pretty. Oh, you're thinking hot. probably of Joe Casey. Yes, it was Joe yeah. Casey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was same thing. Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, good that there's multiple people out there talking yeah. about this. I know Ed Brubaker had talked yeah. about that. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, Joe Casey and and Nick Dragata, uh actually yeah. uh, created America. So. And, oh yeah, that's what it is. And that's a big deal because that's going to be millions and millions of dollars that are about to come out for yeah. Doctor Strange, as we were just talking about. Millions of action figure dollars yep. and all that stuff. All that merchandising, stickers, lunchboxes, you know, you name it. Like Wash rags. Wash I mean, literally, yeah. It's going to be everything. Everything. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, they and then some other Mar Marvel spokespeople came out and were like, well, technically she's not the same character anymore. That you could like, it doesn't, none of them are. No, that's <laughs> none weird. None of them are. Are you kidding? <laughs> Neither weird, is Superman. <laughs> I did hear that multiple, uh, that movie is going to be banned in multiple countries because of America Chavez. Oh, yeah. Depiction Why? Because she's LGBTQ plus. Oh, cool. <laughs> and yeah, like many countries are, are banning. Uh, like I read an article where it was like, uh, the bot is Marvel going to this is just someone's hypothesis. But like, is Marvel like scared of doing this when it when it means so much such a blow to their money and it's like kudos to them because they know china's not going to play the movie no. if you have someone like that and other yeah. countries won't so i mean it it's just that whole debate it's like is america ready for it or is the world ready for it those are different timelines oh yeah definitely and, and oh well <laughs> yeah yeah i mean just i'm glad they're gonna continue yeah i'm glad disney's this. standing up to it just like they're standing up to ron desantis have you heard of have we heard about that <laughs> oh yeah that was crazy i mean yeah they're totally. going against disney right like, oh yeah he's standing he's uh taking away their tax yeah. uh funds basically it's like disney has their own little world in florida basically and uh, yeah. He's like, no more, I, which is so weird for a Republican to stand up against a corporate entity. Yeah. Usually they're like, you can have all of the money, corporate entity. But and not when that corporate entity is, as he put it, like seeding uh, our children with, you know, morally wrong depictions of queerness or whatever. I, I don't know how he yeah. stated it, but it was like that sort of thing where it's like this company for too long has been seeding propaganda and i was like oh my god like a state is going up on like what does florida i'm sorry for you if you live in florida you got miami and disney world like there must be so much revenue that oh, yeah. results from disney world 
Yeah, absolutely. Why would you mess with that? That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I don't know. He's a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I Going up against Disney, like, all right, good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good luck, Ron DeSantis. So that's what I mean. It's like a state. You're just a state. Yeah. They're Disney. They're, like, they own the world. Don't you know that? Yeah. It's it's like, yeah, it's all Disney pretty, World pretty for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's action and Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, on the Disney thing though, which another good thing that Disney's doing, my favorite evil corporation. Um <laughs> they <laughs> they have recently announced that um they will be returning to producing 2D animated features. Yeah. Which is, thank you. That is very exciting. That um, is very exciting. Yeah, the last one that they had done was Winnie the Pooh in 2011, and okay. I think it I don't didn't... even know what that was. I mean, I know what Winnie the Pooh yeah. is, but <laughs> so that was their last 2D one, and it didn't okay. perform very well. And I think that was we were already pushing into that like CG world, and then I think that was like a nail in the coffin for you know the last you know 11 years. But uh, the animator who um eric goldberg who is the lead animator on the genie for disney's aladdin he's been in the company since then and he said he's been campaigning for a long time to train up people in hand-drawn animation as well as cg you know like maintain what they're doing but keep the thing going because it is a legacy at that i mean it's like cg wasn't a thing 2d animation was that's what built the whole empire and it's like the fact that they don't produce that stuff is kind of crazy it is definitely um i don't even know i mean when it we need the poop was that even a if that wasn't even a theatrical release in 2011 though right no it was was? oh it was it just it just bombed or didn't do what they wanted um right and it's like they were already it's spotty before that it's like it didn't look like they were putting their best foot forward like the last one that was like full on seemed to be like princess and the frog where they're like, we're going full on. Okay. And then they did like a, like a farm one. And it just didn't seem <laughs> yeah, like nothing was like hooking anybody. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's, that's probably why they failed. It's like kids didn't want Winnie the Pooh in 2011 and they didn't want like some farm movie. It's like, just do the cool ideas, but 2d. Yeah. Definitely. We'll see though. We'll see what they come up with. I mean, they're bringing uh, X-Men back, right? They animated, yeah, so. I know, and kids are excited about that. We had some kids come in buying X-Men comics because they're watching, wow. yeah, X-Men 92 and get, because, yeah, because yeah, Disney's feeding them, you know, trailers for X-Men 98 and they had to watch the original first, so. Heck yeah. And also parents are coming in too being like, what does my kid have to do to get ready? And I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if your kid wants to read this, but here you go. <laughs> cool. Good luck, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm in there with them. I'm watching it too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Netflix is in big trouble right now. We all have heard about this probably. Uh, losing subscribers left and right. Uh, you know, just cutting people's services and now talking about putting ads in for a lower oh, no. subscription. Yeah. Uh, just like Hulu, you know, doing that lower subscription service and adding mm-hmm. ads and nobody wants that Netflix. Don't do it. And the... Uh... They're talking about the password sharing issue, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Like, because that's what they did first was they tried out uh, in other countries. I think it was like Chile and a couple other countries um, cutting subscribers uh, if they were password sharing. So if you were password sharing, they'd cut off your subscription. Um, wow. Yeah. 
And so they basically lost hundreds of thousands of subscribers by doing that. Yeah, you can't or do like, that. No. And so people just canceled their service. They're like, fuck you, Netflix, you know? Yeah. Now but, they're going to charge, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah now they're going to up the charges too. And people- Well, if yeah, if you have a, if you're sharing it, they're going to yes. add a fee for every Every person. account. Yeah. yeah. It's sneaky too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people won't, I mean, you know, if you're reading the news, sure, but most people probably aren't. It's just going to, I'm sure it has to tell them something. They can't just like up up it but it, yeah you know it'll be a little blurb and they'll be like what i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't kind of pay attention to my subscriptions yeah so uh but and they also don't have a lot of good shows on right now either that's the other thing they're talking about too however stranger things is coming back which is netflix's biggest show they've ever had yeah and definitely. supposedly season four is like the most they've ever spent oh wow ever. like on one Two, single on one single season and this is crazy money 270 million dollars well that's more than a feature yeah one season wow. uh and i watched the trailer too and it's crazy looking uh but do people still care maybe i don't know i mean i kind of was just like eh. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know yeah. i'm still gonna watch it i guess but like i don't really care as much as i did before sure sure i mean they have to compete with these disney shows which are getting bigger and bigger i mean they they still are not quite at like movie level but it's like it's pretty close this is you know pretty cinematic mm-hmm. for the most part so the, it, it means they've really had to like i think everyone has to up stuff because yeah. of that the most exciting thing though is when i read this article what you're seeing they say is 90 percent practical effects whoa yeah so, so th- that i was like well maybe i am on board <laughs> yeah right see a demon demogorgon and stop motion get phil Tippett in there hell yeah and it's like <laughs> uh it looks like a clive barker like sweet it's insane looking so okay i will well, i will check it out because of the practical effects and the 270 million dollar budget on said practical effects yeah that is pretty <laughs> it's like, crazy crazy it's like a george miller you know <laughs> wow. stranger things i guess this season wow yeah exciting exciting there's lots of stuff going on oh yeah there's so much stuff coming out uh lastly uh batgirl they are now considering putting into theaters because apparently batman you know is doing really well on hbo max and did amazing in theaters and they're like hey maybe the lady the lady batman will also do well yeah hbo that was actually their original title plan for it the lady Lady batman Batman. yeah Yeah. that's i read that as well um (laughs) Yeah, Batman performed strongly at $750 million at the box office. Um, and then they directly just put it right onto HBO Max after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you want to check it out, I think there's a teaser maybe now. I oh, wow. And yeah. Michael Keaton's in that, right? Michael Keaton will be in that as well. Cool. Uh, J.K. Simmons is in it. or a bunch of people in it. J.K. Simmons is literally in every superhero movie as he should be i mean who doesn't <laughs> want to see that guy i love that guy um i did read uh this is a few days ago i read this but the the new guy uh from discovery because warner brothers was recently purchased right. by discovery mm-hmm. which you know 
that's the way these things are going to work. I think of this as a, as a positive because previously they were owned by AT&T, which is a communications company. Right. Discovery makes documentaries and mm-hmm. their plan is to like fuse with Warner Brothers. So it's like have the best in documentary and have the best in fiction, which that sounds like a sound plan to me. And I'd rather, I mean, they're still storytellers. So right, right. that's, that's a positive to me. Yeah. Um, and the, one of the, the guys who's, I guess, going to be in charge of the Warner stuff is like made a statement like Warner Brothers has long let important characters languish uh, like Superman and Green Lantern and stuff. Yeah. And we are going to be pursuing more unique uh, auteur driven features such as Joker. And I'm like, yes and yes. Yes and yes. Thank you. Yeah. So absolutely. And whatever HBO Max is going to become is also going to significantly evolve. I think, you know, they're going to I don't know if they'll keep it HBO Max or whatever, but um, it's going to have all that discovery content on there. And and then I'm hoping, of course, you know, as a comics fan, like get that documentary division. Give me a 20 part history of DC Comics, you know, like or yeah. whatever. Every yeah. character like documentaries about this stuff, you know. Yeah, I hope they do that too. And like, not crappy though. <laughs> like no. some of the discovery shows. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Make it real. <laughs> yeah. Or Warner yeah. Histories documentary about Warner. I mean, it's like, yeah, they have this these two huge legacy, you know, companies there, Warner mm-hmm. Brothers and DC Media. And it's like, showcase this stuff. Like, that's, yeah. it's good. It seems like they are intent to do that. I hope so. Um, oh, and la- uh, one more thing, big, big news uh, about the store this week. So, or no, not this week, next weekend, uh, April, April, I'm messing this whole thing up. Okay, May 7th, first weekend in May is free comic book day. Yay, Yay. we're back. Finally, full from pandemic restrictions but if you want to wear a mask please do so uh it's free comic book day and we have a very special guest uh ryan sook artist phenom will be guest signing um we don't have a time yet but he'll be there in the afternoon we'll say and that's presented by felix comics art thank you felix we appreciate you yay uh we'll have some books this was like last minute so bring your books i'll have uh you know i have some stuff in back stock like his zatanna series and uh we have some like legion comics stuff like that but yeah definitely bring your stuff because i don't know how much we'll have in stock yeah that's always exciting a signing is always exciting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and free comic book day is very exciting i mean that's 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 exciting on its own yeah (laughs) Uh, anything else? I don't think so. I think I'm pretty good. Um, I got all my news in. Yep, that's it. Cool. Another cool. another episode down the hatch. Done. <laughs> we're gonna um, let's let's just hint at it, but we're gonna be doing a a different style of episode uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. next 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 time you catch us. Yeah. So get your tuned. popcorn ready. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a good hint. <laughs> and your your bullet casings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now have I made it too weird? Should I say who 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 it is? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a character you may know, but mm-hmm. yes, popcorn. Popcorn. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, plugs. Yeah. Um, so you can follow me uh, at Robert underscore N-E-G-O-E-S-C-O at Robert Negoesco on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, I guess, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think they're all the same. I think I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, also, if you type in my name on uh, YouTube, that'll find uh, my YouTube channel where I post uh, short animation, short films. Um, I'm going to be doing video essays and stuff. So lots of stuff there. Um, Instagram and uh, YouTube are the best places to uh, stay up to date with me, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter and also TikTok. Mm-hmm. Cool kids now. <laughs> <laughs> At Jessa Balboni, J E S S A B A L B O N I. Also follow us at the store at Escapist Comics on all of those things as well. Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Facebook, Facebook too. Yeah, Facebook too. People still go on Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just different demographics. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) It is those things. Yeah. Um, And we will talk to you guys later. Hopefully. Yeah. Until next time. Escape, escape into, into comics. comics. All Bye. right. See you later. Bye-bye.